Good morning on this Friday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration and the book of Luke chapter uh, number 9 and 10 where Jesus had given power and authority to his disciples to cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead, etc. And right in between chapter 9 and 10, the Mount of Transfiguration took place where Jesus had uh, Moses and Elijah appear unto him, and Jesus displayed his glory. When they came down off that mountain, the disciples to whom Jesus had given authority and power to cast out devils and heal the sick could not cast the devil or heal the sick boy that a father had brought. And that is where we're going to pick up with the story. Uh, we're going to read in Matthew chapter 17, verse 20 onward. It says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, that's when they had asked him privately, Why could we not heal? Why couldn't we cast this one out? Verily I say unto you, he said, If you have faith, there's the condition right there, if, if, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Be removed hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. However, this kind goeth out not by, but prayer and fasting. And I had made uh, mention that there are schools of thinking. One school says that this kind, talking about uh, evil spirits, they don't come out except through fasting and prayer. And the other school saying that unbelief, the only way that unbelief is going to come out of our lives is through fasting and prayer. Or we can do a combination of both. And that's why they could not cast that devil out because of unbelief, but also because they hadn't been fasting and praying. And Jesus was the one that was the bridegroom. He's the one that had been doing the fasting. He's the one that had been doing the praying. And remember, even when they were in the garden, the disciples fell asleep when Jesus needed them the most in the greatest temptation of his life. When he was going through the hardest hardship, when he was going to have to face the cross, basically he faced the cross alone, knowing that he was doing the Father's will and he didn't have much help from his disciples for this. So here we find these words that were spoken. This kind goeth out not but by prayer and fasting. Now, if we were to revert a little bit backwards uh, to chapter 9 in verse 1, this is right before the event of the mountain of transfiguration takes place. Then he said, or he called his 12 disciples together, and he gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And we had made mention here, this was the power of attorney. This ballot basically was a delegated authority. They had, there was nothing that should stop them from doing what Jesus once again had done and had said to them, except their unbelief. And remember, we've talked about unbelief also in the uh, city of Nazareth where Jesus used to live. For there he could do no mighty works, no mighty demonstrations of dunamis. 
because they did not believe their unbelief. In verse number uh, <clears throat> 2, it says, And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He said unto them, Take nothing for your journey, neither staves nor scrip, neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats apiece. In verse number 6, And they departed and went throughout the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Notice, everywhere. Then in verse number Chapter 10, verse 1, remember, the, the, the individual could not be healed is the next event. Then, of course, in chapter 10, verse 1, is uh, once again Jesus imparting and giving authority, this time but to 70 more. So that would make it a total of 82 that he already had his disciples. After these things, the Lord appointed other seventy also, and sent them two and two before his face into every city. Remember, they had gone into every city, and in every city uh, they preached and they did the healing. And of course, we know it was the Lord Jesus through them. They had been given de delegated authority and power. He sent them before his face into every city and every place. For he himself would come. So they were preparing the way. And then in chapter number 10. Verse number 2. Therefore said he unto them. The harvest. Is truly great. But the labors are few. Pray ye therefore. The Lord of the harvest. That he would send forth labors. Into the harvest. Verse number 9. And heal the sick that are therein, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto thee. Verse number 17, And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Now, this time, they come back, not only had they healed the sick, but now the, this group of 70 comes back saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto, unto, unto your name. So they were, they were already, even though Jesus was not dead, he was not buried, he was not resurrected, his name already carried authority. His name already had the authority to command Satan and his host to come out. That's what the 70 are rejoicing about. In verse 18. He said unto them. Behold I beheld Satan. As lightning fall from heaven. That in itself is a whole study there. How and when he beheld him fall from heaven. It says in verse number 19. Behold I give unto you. Power, that's authority, dunamis, excuse me, exousia, to thread on serpents and scorpions and over all, 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 all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. 
So here, once again, this is the third time in two chapters where Jesus has delegated his authority through his name to the disciples to go and accomplish the work of the kingdom. The question can rise up and one can think in his or her heart and say, well, yeah, that was to the disciples. Well, he does it again. This time in Mark sixteen fifteen, and someone can say, well, this was just to the apostles. But Jesus clarifies it by emphasizing one simple little word. And that's the word believe. It says in Mark sixteen fifteen, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. This time it wasn't into all the towns where Jesus was going to go and preach. It wasn't to all the towns that Jesus was going to go and visit. This time it was into the whole cosmos. And once again, what are they to do? They are to preach the gospel. It was the preaching of the good news that was bringing faith into the hearts of people that they would believe. It was the hearing of the gospel that entered into their lives, into their hearts, into their spirits. And there they, as they heard the word, received the faith of God to be healed, to be saved, to be delivered, whatever it was that they needed in their lives. And it says in verse number 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. The word is emphasized, he that believeth. That is the word where we get the word faith from or where the word faith comes from. To have faith. He that believeth. And is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17, and these signs shall follow them. See, this was the issue there after they had come down off the mount, that there was no sign, there was no manifestation, there was no visible evidence that they believed. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Not unbelief, not disbelief, not doubt, not wavering, but those that believe. And these signs shall follow them. The signs will follow the believing. Not believing. The signs will follow the believing. Not the sign first and then believe. First we must believe. And then once again, he emphasizes what had been done. In my name shall they cast out devils and they shall speak with new tongues. Emphasis in my name. Verse 18, 19, and 20. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The word there that is used for recover is they shall be well. Recover fully or completely. 
In verse number 19 and 20, So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat at the right hand of God. And they went forth once again and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. Notice, the Lord working with them. And confirming the word. What word? The word that was preached of the gospel of the kingdom. Or we can say the word of the kingdom. Confirming it with signs following. Notice, the signs followed the going forth. The signs followed the preaching everywhere. The signs followed the Lord working with them. We must never forget that part. We may try to do the works on our own, independent of the Lord. But the Lord working with them, that makes a big difference. In the book of Hebrews, in chapter 2, it says, in verse number 4, God also bearing them witness. He was giving testimony. We've talked about this word. God was literally testifying jointly with them. It was through their life, through their bodies, as we have talked before. God also bearing them witness. With two things here it says, both with signs and wonders, signs and wonders, then it says, and divers miracles, divers, the word there, manifold, that means many different types of miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost, these would be the dunamis, according to his will. So the bearing of witness involved signs, involved wonders, involved manifold types of miracles, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit manifesting themselves. This is what we had seen in the book of Mark. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word. So very important. I'll go ahead and repeat it again. The importance of preaching the word everywhere, or preaching everywhere. The importance of the union, the Lord working with them, and then God confirming the word with signs following. And that's what we read in the book of Hebrews in chapter 12, in verse number 4, that God manifested all these signs because they believed. Believe. Only believe, says the psalm. Only believe. If we could only, only, only believe, nothing would be impossible to us. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Join us again on Saturday as we continue on our golden nuggets. The Lord richly bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Come quickly, Jesus, truly. Come quickly. Amen.